Rebel FM, episode 314. Nope. 15, 314. Yep. Okay. You're close. <sighs> I knew it was one of the two. I meant the guy who's joining me is Arthur Geese. Uh, Matt Chandrenay. Everything is awesome. I got thrown off when Arthur didn't say anything. Uh, I know. He's just He's like taking there. a vow of silence until, until how, 2020. <laughs> how great things are again. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about. And, yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. then James Faulkner. Is sick. Yeah, he's dead. Unsurprisingly, yeah. James got a, sick. I feel really far away from you guys because there's a blank spot in between us where James You're welcome is. to move over. Nah, it's too late now. I'm already um, sitting in this chair. So since we've recorded, we did our extra move. life. Thanks to everyone who donated. You helped yeah. us raise like fifty four hundred dollars. Yeah, thank you so uh, much. That was that was pretty great weekend before a pretty bad couple of weeks. And that so. despite like giving people the wrong donation address for a bunch of it. So. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah that, that's true. Yeah, there was a lot of money that probably would have gotten donated to us, but just got donated extra, which is still fine. Yeah, yeah. that's what. Every, everybody kept telling us the URL was wrong. We're like, no, it's not. Back in the day, that <laughs> might have made me sad when we were some of the only people doing extra life. But now the giant bomb and everyone does it. No, the UCSF Oakland Hospital is making a good amount of money from extra life. <laughs> exactly. these days. Yeah, next time we pick a different hospital, like yeah. we have readers tell us which hospital to fund us um, for. Yeah, yeah that's they're, totally they're doing pretty good. Do. But we all played a ton of video games. We've been playing games since then because yep. video games are a great escape from life <laughs> uh, i mean i don't know it's it's been hard to focus on video games uh, i mean try i just haven't had much I've time had, but i've but i but there's still i've still obviously we all i made time for dishonored i've had a pretty good it's been pretty easy to focus on dishonored it's been hard to focus on everything else yeah i, I didn't play much else i've pretty much i mean obviously we played a bunch of games like um i played a bit of watchdogs too not a ton just a little um the game holds no interest for me after the first one i mean it's yeah, it's me considerably different in a lot of respects uh and that's what i've been hearing about is that like, like people are how i mean it? like everybody was having so much fun with the original watchdogs and i tried it and i'm like yeah i don't it really different? feel am like i going around the, the town case, i think that a lot of people didn't have fun with the first watchdogs because as an open world game it was only so-so and yeah, this I just one feel is like a little better it, the first game just was like did not live up at all to the e3 mock Ooh. trailer thing gameplay thing. Uh, i mean i I think it's it's hard to sort of say what those trailers said the game would be that it wasn't. I think that there is a lot of conjecture and assumptions about totally. what it's it just, would it's be. It's a very intense vertical slice, and the rest yeah. of the game I found was like that one spot was kind of like that, and then a lot of it I um, found kind of dull. I mean, it, the most immediate, like, huge difference is just one of tone. Yeah. Um, which is that it's far goofier, far more sort of activist-minded, far less like... Oh, like you're morally gray, although it becomes that way later, apparently. Um, well, yeah, I don't see how it couldn't be when you're hacking people and you can steal people's money and stuff like that. Like, but not know. just that. Like, there's a mission later in the game where you decide to like make a cam- like blackmail a cam girl to show her how dangerous it is to be a cam girl, <laughs> which is extraordinarily fucked up yeah no shit like i think in our review we used the bird problematic because we were coming down to the wire yes it is a story mission i think uh which is just incredibly fucked up like it's yeah it reminds me of in grand theft auto 3 when like you have no choices nico but to punch the woman in the car next to you that's four right yeah that's four Four. right sorry you're right um i just feel like uh i don't know like the tonally that just makes that game that alone Already makes it sound dumb, but also... You're trying to protect her. I didn't find the goofy tone of it to be that interesting to me either. Like. I, I mean, I, I think that it's not just it's not just goofy. It's like people having fun. It's like, it's fun. 
is is the thing. I guess I like, see Bay Area people enough that when I saw a character walking around with fucking nerd nerd glasses and a blazer, I was like, "Fuck off!" I yeah, but the like the char- like the characters in that game aren't like the the protagonists, like the dead sec in that game are not the fucking dude bro like hack hackathon people it's people that live here it's people that live in the mission it's like people who are from the bay area yeah so i'd probably that have been like displaced no it's like like the cat there's like one white dude in the like core crew yeah i can still be annoyed if they're black or mexican if they're bay area they're not they're not they're like more oakland as fuck than Mm -hmm. san francisco as fuck um and that I didn't I didn't play a ton of it like because when I sort of got out of the introduction mission which I liked which is like a very stealth oriented thing and the controls have been changed somewhat to make it feel a lot more like Assassin's Creed yeah um, which is weird like you hold down the right trigger and and push forward to climb up things like there's not like a jump button I didn't remember doing much climbing in the first one there much. were certain like spots that you had to get up to like uplink towers or whatever sure um, so there's like a big sort of stealth mission in there and you have like a, a stun gun that's pretty fun to use but uh anyway after that was done and i sort of got into the world um like you'd start in someone's apartment in marin which is you know that's like oh this looks slightly familiar but then i fast traveled to oakland and proceeded to have like my head fucked with for a good 20 or 30 minutes yeah because obviously it's not one-to-one i've seen the map it's, it's not like, even that it's not one-to-one they like lop off a corner of lake merit and move a bunch of stuff yeah for sure i mean just um, like when i played the last infamous in seattle i mm-hmm. was like well, that was when i was living in seattle and i was like oh this is interesting but but it's also like here's the grand lake theater like the grand lake theater is in that game and it, they tried to make it look very similar it doesn't say grand lake theater it's just like the theater or whatever but like it's the grand lake theater totally here's the the giant vagina building the catholic archdiocese Yes. Um, which is supposed to look like the silhouette of the Virgin Mary, but guess what? The silhouette of the Virgin Mary looks like a, like, a, like a vagina. I mean, the most important part of the Virgin Mary was her vagina, in theory, right? Her pristine, <laughs> so. untouched vagina. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's just weird, like wandering around that space, like on Lake Merritt, and just like looking at Lake Merritt and seeing like the lodge that's that's like down the street from here. Yeah. Like that sort of new new place, the bougie, crappy yeah. food seafood restaurant place, like is in there. That's cool. Um, but also speedboats on Lake Merritt, which is... Yeah, no, I've never seen that. thing. Also, Oakland in that game is tiny. Like, yeah. super tiny. And San Francisco is much larger, which is also just like... You, you know, Oakland is like twice as big as San Francisco. Right, but they, I imagine the core gameplay focuses around San Francisco. Yeah, and yeah. there's also like Silicon Valley and some stuff in Marin. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's just very disorienting sort of walking around and being like, okay, well, this is spooky how much this actually it's feels like it's in oakland um and then it's like but none of this is right like that's not where the arena is (laughs) that's not worth okay what's going on i mean it it was fun just like in you know in uh grand theft auto san andreas you know it was the same kind of thing where it would be like oh i recognize these landmarks in la and san francisco and las vegas where they're like inspired by but you know not the same it's kind of like i like that kind of stuff you know yeah. set in the real world but not quite the real world because gameplay and real world streets are fucking annoying i'll be curious to see how that game does because sometimes i just take the temp off of people i see talking about it and especially people at my work and stuff and i feel like i've seen people talking about a lot of other games but not that game like at all 
I mean, a lot of people were pretty turned off after the first one. I don't think that you can use that as a gauge because people... Oh, no, it's just my... That's my little... People in our bubble won't shut the fuck up about how amazing Titanfall 2 is, and that game is tanking real hard. Yeah. Um, Well, sometimes I use my coworkers, though. I'm saying my coworkers who are not games pressed because I'm like... I I mean, I follow a lot of game devs now, and I sometimes I feel like that's too much of a bubble because it's like they nobody who makes games for a living wants to say anything bad publicly about anybody else's game. Sure, (laughs) Um, but the people that you work with are just not interested. No, not in general. It just the general dialogue I hear is the same one I had. I've tried the first one. Eh, we'll see about the second one maybe sometime. Like they're just not sure. Yeah, it's the kind of thing that, like, my... Uh, Especially since the multi- they all know the multiplayer isn't working, so they're like, what the right, fuck? Right, it might start working this weekend, but... Ugh. I have a, you know, my group of friends that are in Southern California, are the, they're the folks that are uh, very good about, like, being... I'm playing this game right now, I don't need to play Watch Dogs 2 until it comes out with, like, a Game of the Year <laughs> edition, and it's on, like, sale for, like, 10% of exactly. the price or yeah, whatever. Right. It's like, why do I need to buy that now? That's not a game that interests me enough to like go out and blow 60 bucks on it when I can only afford a couple games a year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and it is tough. I'm sure for a lot of people, if, if you're like, I don't know how much of this game is a stealth game. Is it, is it, can it be driven like a stealth game? Like, I mean, you can, yeah. Yeah. So, but it's like, which is like, I, it took me a long time to get through the tutorial because I wanted to play it that way. Hmm. Yeah. I'm sure it would take me much longer to play dishonored if I wanted to play it that way too. But you can fuck people up in this game pretty fast even yeah. non-lethally like his like main melee weapon is and this is something that's on the internet and they like did a like stun a little, gun or something well you have a stun gun but his main melee weapon is basically like a pool ball with a hole drilled in it and like a leather strap through it so it's like a it's like a blackjack kind of or something yeah or not even that like he like swings it around like super hard and just like clocks people man like <laughs> non-lethal <laughs> i mean non-lethal unquote, but yeah. dangerous yeah and like apparently this is just a thing that there's like resistance sort of like like web archives and like anarchist web archives where it's like these are easy to make like homemade weapons and stuff like that and that's the sort of motif and aesthetic that it's going for it's like these people that are diy on everything like even the guns you get are like 3d printed guns right can you only fire them a few times no i think that like they become pretty reliable but this is also a game where you can hack anyone else's phone with your phone so the 3d <laughs> printing stuff actually feels considerably more realistic to me than that <laughs> sure sure um yeah um but yeah dishonored dishonored it's pretty good i think uh i'm gonna pro- i'm gonna play through it twice i mm-hmm. think uh right now i chose a cor- i chose a corvo playthrough just yeah. because i like and are you doing like high which chaos? is harder i think uh, am I doing what? Are you doing high chaos or low chaos? Or I intend to do moderate chaos. chaos. <laughs> right. But by the time I finish every level, it's often high chaos. I intend, I the last level I did, which was one where you have to pick one of two leaders mm-hmm. to take out, or you can do neither. You can do neither. There's always a third way or a second. Well, way. no, that's not true. But there's always a way without killing anybody. Yeah. Oh, I didn't kill anyone. No, but there's there's also a way like the one where you pick the two leaders. I presented also... one to the other. Yeah, you don't alive. have to do any right, of that. You don't okay. have to do that either. Well, but I also took the other one in the end and put him somewhere. <laughs> so I like I took care of both of them in the end. Right? Did you kill him? No, I didn't kill either. Neither one was killed by me. <laughs> I did reload at one point because I accidentally killed one of them because I was like <laughs> carrying him to the other base, and then I walked so... up and I was like, "That's a chain." 
what's up with that chain? And then I just grabbed the chain automatically and just dropped the guy. It was like, you've killed him. And I was like, no. Uh, I had an accidental kill at, at one of the targets um, in the clockwork mansion. The target is next to like a couple of clockwork soldiers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, up until that point, I had been disabling the clockwork soldiers. Sure. And so like I knocked the head off of one of them and, and it just, just went, went crazy and went, swap. And I think I could swear I saw his head fly off and it's like target eliminated. <laughs> like, yeah, there's a, there's a woman you meet like in the very first mission who's like, hey, get this dead body for me, please. Yeah. Because like, she wants to bury him. Yeah. And, I don't think I got that mission. And it's totally random. I found it on yeah, accident. Is that mission. Corvo? No, e, well, it's Are just a woman named. No, yeah, I play as Corvo as well. It's a side mission, but but then the in street. that mission where you're fighting between the two sides, mm-hmm. she's one of the goons in that in one of the sides places, and she will totally draw on you and try and kill you because she's just one of the goons. Oh, I wonder if was she? She's all in, tattooed. She's got big old sleeves. Is that Martine? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's one of the the Howlers. Yes. Uh, I bet you she's with uh, Pedro Pascal's character. In the in the, the the mission with the clockwork tower or whatever, correct. Um, so it's like she appeared as one of his goons, and I was like, "Oh, hey, you're back!" But she'll totally kill you. So I tried to put her to sleep, and I was like, "All right, now I'll just set you down." And when I set her down, her head clipped like a wood awning thing, and it shattered. And it's like you've killed her critical what? character. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh fuck!" I definitely dropped someone from too high a distance, and they died. Like trying to hide their body, I'm like, "Fuck." Yeah, that happened to me too. One time, I I saw a guard coming, and I'm like, "Oh God, get rid of the body so I can run faster!" And I accidentally threw him, and he went like over a ledge and just tumbled to his death. So one of the things that like in a lot of ways, this game feels much more refined and polished because it's a sequel. Hey, guess what? Uh, But some of the things that really fucking surprised me is first of all, they're adding a patch to patch in New Game Plus, which is insane. That New Game Plus was did this game did not ship with New Game Plus (laughs) because it's designed to be played multiple times. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it also didn't ship with a way to restart a fucking mission. Yeah, that, I get, that yeah. Was I guess really you're right. Weird. I guess you're right. I never noticed yeah. that because I just because I, I wasn't that. haven't been concerned with completely restarting a mission. I just usually I, reload an earlier checkpoint. I got to the end of the next to last mission and mm-hmm. realized that someone in the level had died, uh-huh. and I hadn't saved since yeah. before Jindosh's mansion. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is hours well, the, before. Yeah. Well, I mean, you shouldn't need though. The auto saves are really good. But like the auto saves all the time. But it, it's like it doesn't stack auto saves on top right, of yeah, them. They, it's like a oh, few auto saves. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's only like two auto saves. Yeah, stacks, and yeah. like if you've been in a level for an hour, then right. those auto saves are going to take you back like twenty yep, minutes. Right. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's it, that is fucked up. And not even at like the mission clear screen. It doesn't even give you yeah. a chance. No, I like that. Uh, that you can go to your stats at any time to check if anybody is dead or if you've been spotted. I didn't know that either. Yeah, like you just hit uh, hit escape or whatever uh, to go to button, the menu, the... and you go to stats, and it'll tell you times detected, people killed. So you can tell right away if like you've accidentally killed somebody. I see. But uh, you know, it's sort of like what I was saying. Um, about uh deus ex is that like when i'm going for like the i'm not going to kill anything entire playthrough like it's like that's a step in the right direction but these games need a warning that pops up that says you fucked up you fucked up yeah <laughs> you know totally like, yeah 
you know that game when I first started it with the way the game starts since it starts with the uh, bad things happening I immediately was high chaos I'm just like hmm. I'm gonna murder everyone like <laughs> I didn't try and like go and fight him I tried to still stealth kill him but I'm like everyone yeah. dies these guys just didn't have my back yeah and I kept doing that until I got to like the second mission and I found a letter from a guard that was like oh man I really don't wish I could be here and I wish I could come back to you honey I think it's fucked up what's happened I, I don't know how to live in this empire but I'm just a soldier stuck doing my job and I was like <laughs> I've been murdering men who didn't, who weren't all bad. Yep. I thought I just in my mind had decided they're all bad. Well, and that's the thing that I love about this game is that it has like those world building lore story elements everywhere. Yeah. Like it's uh, it's like when we were talking about uh, you know Fallout and we were like, man, the the world building is this is great if you take the time to look around any space that you're in anywhere in this game it tells you a story without yeah. even reading the notes without even listening to the audiographs every space and every character tells and you a story and some of the hidden areas are really just like to give you more story yep. yeah like, like yeah there's a, a hidden spot in like i think the middle of the game or like the third or fourth mission that doesn't really give you anything mm-hmm. except for a rune or a bone charm but it's also mm-hmm. like hey here's like a whole side history of granny rags character <laughs> yeah in case you don't remember her. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely also ran into, a, like, in the second mission, when you get to your mark. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it, I just had a really surprising thing happen to me that opened up a new path. And it, wasn't be, and it was because I didn't directly approach this person. Mm. All I did is I walked around the area they were in because I'm like, ah, I don't want it to trigger a cutscene. And then, like, not let me steal shit. So before I talk to them, I'm going to try and steal everything I can. Uh-huh. And through that, I ended up finding another opportunity. Yes, that allowed me to interact with them in a completely different way. Yeah, that I don't know I would have if I would have found otherwise. Well, usually, yeah. um, uh, I mean, that's the great thing about the heart and the bone charms and the rune placement. It's just like in Dishonored One, if you go for all of those, they're going to lead you to basically everywhere that's worth going in the maps. Like, you know, that with some rare exceptions, there are some secret areas that have nothing to do with those. I but found those are all over the place. That increasingly, really, really, really well placed. The heart doesn't actually show you all the runes and bone charms. Like, there's some kind of range limitation or like... Yeah, I, I think there is because there is... It might be like 100 meters or something. something it's like it's that, yeah, more than that. Because there's one stage where I thought I got everything because I was checking the heart the whole time. And then time you get to the fucking end screen and, and it's like, no nope. bone charms, yeah. Uh, Eat shit. <laughs> I, I will say, so it's funny you said if Corvo's the heart. I don't know if he's the hard mode. I will say, when you're playing as Emily, do you get the option to get the mark of the stranger or not? Yeah, yeah. that's, that's okay, something. Okay, so that's, yeah. that's in either one, yeah. Because yeah, when, when it said when it said no mark powers. of the stranger, I was like, what the fuck? No, of course I'm going to take the <laughs> so mark I of the played, stranger. I played through the game as Emily in Low Chaos and almost mm-hmm. did a no-kill run until the aforementioned fucking disaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it took me a really long time. Me too. Like 25 hours because oh, yeah. I was trying yep. to get as many bone charms and runes as I could and like see as much of the world as so I could. So I'll say I'm trying to see as much of the world as I can, getting bone charms. Playing worth high ca- with where if it turns out high chaos that's okay, and it's still I'm probably like sixty percent of the way through the game, and I've still played like ten or eleven hours. I would like strongly advise yeah. that you take uh, bone charm crafting. I did that. I, I ha- it's so I ha- great. I haven't uh, done not it at just all. because of that, but I mean that's good, especially because a lot of you like run out of bone charm slots pretty fast. Actually, yeah, you even do, if you, and you get a lot of. Bone I have charm. found that a lot of my bone charms so far haven't been that great though. The best know. bone charm that I got was the that sometimes your sleep darts can be taken back out. Oh. Uh, my, my favorite one was um, the one where when you use, uh, this is an Emily power, so I don't know if there's an equivalent for Corvo, but my favorite bone charm that I got was 
it turns your um, invisible your, while your, you teleport. No, your 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 long reach, your far reach. Uh-huh. It turns your far reach when you grab another character and yank them towards you. It turns that into a silent stealth move. Huh. So I didn't you, find that one. Oh, it's so it's so useful. Where it's like. Because I would do a thing where I would do the link. So there's Domino is a fucking great power. The link. Yeah, that's oh, what it's called. It's called Domino. Domino. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You link so the fates of people. So it's like, like the best power in the game. So yeah, <laughs> it's great because you're like you'll be in a room and you're like, oh man, there's three dudes facing each other in this room, and so I would go link, 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 and it basically like you. Could, it starts as just two, but you can upgrade it to three or four. And basically, anything that happens to anybody in that chain happens to everybody else. Once it's done, once That's the cool. effect so is done, basically, once someone's like a voodoo doll for the other people. Basically. Exactly, and so, and so with that combined with that bone charm with far reach, uh, I came up. I would come up on a space, and I would go. I would link three people, and then wait till one was, and wait till one was kind of further away from the other two, and then just far reach and yank them toward me. And it's so funny because they fly at you. In this huge arc with but if you're not careful and everything, they you like have to fly past them. you and yes, then you have die. to catch them. <laughs> but like uh, you can catch them right into a chokehold. So it would be like link three people, uh, and then like pull one guy out. towards me, catch him like while I'm on a roof and choke him on the roof, and the other two guys down there on the ground just like fall unconscious when he falls unconscious. So something that definitely so happened to me is that like I, I linked a pair of guards and one of them was sort of like standing at, at the edge of a wall. And when I took out one, the other one slumped forward and fell to his death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Domino has definitely backfired. On so me. does she have a way to get rid of bodies as well? I mean, they both do. Okay. I, no, I was just wondering, I was just wondering to myself if like maybe Corvo was geared more towards high chaos. Players oh or yeah. Something I like didn't that. choose that. Uh, I think he, I think he is because a lot of his powers are more sort of like direct conflict oriented like wind blast and stuff like that yeah but i also think that he's it's stealth is harder for him because i played through his emily and then started a new game on xbox one as corvo and people were seeing me a lot easier over like leaning out and i was having a hard time hiding and i I wonder if it's because his collision is bigger yeah i don't know and so people see you around stuff more often i feel like that happens to me all the time i poke and they're just like huh I mean, that that was me through the whole game because I played on the hardest difficulty, too. Uh, But I mean, like, it doesn't you don't need to play on hard for enemies to see you in that game. I will say that I'm playing on the normal difficulty. And anytime I get in combat, if I'm against like more than two people, I'm generally pretty screwed. I mean, they they are way too observant. Like they see things way too easily. The stealth model in that game is kind of busted. And I think that it's for the worse. Um, I don't know. I like uh I think for me, like if I was playing without powers, I would feel like that. But to me, it feels commensurate with the level of powers that you have in that game. Because I, I think that the way that they incentivize ghost playthroughs suggests that they should have a stealth model that's more equipped to to do that, and that there's entirely too many situations to play without powers. Not just to play without powers, but to play without being seen. Like the stealth model in that game is not light and dark based; it's entire entirely peripheral vision. And all of those guards see really fucking far. Yeah, and so it, I will say sometimes it's hard to know if I'm visible or not. Also, that like it's it's mm-hmm. like you know when you're crouched when you're in stealth mode that doesn't tell you whether or not you're hidden. Right, it's not like thief yeah. or something where you get a little darkness on your screen that says right, right. Well, and you get the darkness, but that's just when you're crouched. Right, it's right, like but, but it well, you could be hidden. You're trying to be hidden. <laughs> right, and you know it's like it, and there was a little bit of that in Dishonored One as well, where people could spot you from really far away. Um, but 
you know, like the the power. I was playing on the hardest difficulty, so the guards like would spot me and go into ultra alert. Like you know how there's like three stages of alert or whatever, right? And they would they would go red and then like triple red. Yeah, and they would basically go into triple red almost right away. Um, And I could, but you know, I just started really relying on my powers, and it made the power usage that much more fun because like. Uh, you know, like I'm, I'm really conservative when it comes to using my resources in a lot of games because I don't want to be caught in a bad moment without being able to do shit. Uh, and in this one, I found, I found like, it maybe I just happened to be playing it in ex, you know, like exactly the right ways, but it felt super tuned to like I'm almost out of, po- I'm almost out of juice. Oh look, here's a potion that's right perfectly placed in this room so that I can go in and use a combination of three or four powers to clear everything out. You know? I always yeah. had like 10 of those things. Me too. Of I, 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 did, I, did, well, I mean, so did I, so did I most of the time, but there were definitely times where I would be walking into a space and there would just be like a bunch of clockwork guys. There'd be a bunch of regular people. And I'd just be like, you know what? I'm just going to burn through my juice just to get through all of this. I think some other sort of like weird oversight things that bothered me is like you can do air assassinations on the clockwork soldiers. I didn't know that. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because when you drop on top of them, usually with every other enemy, like if you're doing an air thing, like it shows you the right bumper and the right trigger on a controller because the right bumper is non-lethal and the right trigger is lethal. Right. Right. And so I kept trying to do it on Cockburn Soldiers and I couldn't get it to work even though the button prompt flashed for a second. And then I realized that it only shows the trigger. Oh, it only shows assassination. You can only do a lethal drop attack on a clockwork soldier, right. even though it doesn't kill them. <laughs> like it cuts their head off, and then uh-huh. if you crouch and move around silently, they can't they can't find you. Uh, well, it, if once you cut their head off, you can do a uh, you can do a stealth critical. Uh, That's how I got rid of like all the clockwork soldiers. Is like I would shoot their head off from a distance, and yeah. then they're just standing there, and I would just sneak up to them and hit on the PC. Um, uh, left click was a critical kill. And as long as their heads were off, you can stealth up to them and critical kill them. I didn't see that option, but you don't need to. Like, once their head's gone, like... Well, if you're... I did... Well, you do if you don't want them to kill anybody else. No, no. They, they like, literally, they did not attack anything else. They just stood there. Like really? Like, if you, if you stealth take off their head, like, in oh, an air wow. attack, no, if, if something I, if, happens... Yeah, if you shoot off their head, they turn into spinning blade man. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, if you... Yeah, if you shoot off their head they stand there and, and react to any audio that they hear right. so anybody that's near them they attack i will say that i think that game is worth playing in a high chaos way at least even a level just to see <laughs> because that game it is a kudos to their level design that they put in a ton of options if you want to play high chaos yep just in the sense that you're like oh, i'm gonna rewire this wall of light and then you can go up <laughs> and fucking hit someone into it and watch them burn and <laughs> yeah. then take out the whale thing and throw it down there and uh-huh. watch two guys blow up and then where the guys blew up, throw down a spring trap so that it comes and like shreds everyone when they come investigate. Like it can get pretty crazy in that game. Like yeah. how how good, but it's just so layered because in the sense that like I play non lethal, but I play non lethal where I don't care if people see bodies. Mm. So like I'll knock someone out, leave a body, and then you can throw a stun mine, and then when people come to investigate the body, they'll just get stun mine. <laughs> right. Then you can upgrade the stun mine so it'll do like three charges, so they'll yep. get shocked, and then another person will the, get shocked. The abilities that Emily has that I didn't use until late in the game, and I sort of was kicking myself as mesmerize. I never did use that. I got it right at the end of the game and then didn't use it. It's like this big, like, spiky shadow obelisk that appears that, like, transfixes enemies that are near it. Yeah. Um, And it can only do, I think, 
like it starts at two and then you can upgrade it from there. But Mm -hmm. it's definitely one of those situations, one of those tools where it's like, okay, actually let's just brute force this. Right. Let's not (laughs) fuck around looking for a way around these people. (laughs) Um, it's a super good idea. Fuck witches. Yeah, they're tough. Uh, fuck witches in that game. Um, I didn't have any problem with the witches. The the rescue mission when you're coming back and suddenly the level that you cleared out of guards or where it was guards before and you come back and suddenly there are witches everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the witches are tough, man. In general. Because would... the second that their awareness goes past like 50 or 60%, they fucking teleport to where they thought they saw something. Yeah, yeah and it, it also doesn't, uh, the, the grab them to you move, the far reach pull them to you. Doesn't it, work on them. It doesn't work on them. They teleport out of it halfway through. So, uh, yeah, um, they, they definitely have, it's definitely harder to get around them. But I mean, the thing that I loved about Dishonored 1 and Dishonored 2 is this to, you know, the nth degree is that there's always a way to get around. Like if, uh, when in doubt, look up and or down or down, <laughs> there's always a way to get around. You can never Emily, have to go through a group of people unless you really want to. Can Emily possess animals? No, no, but uh, she her she has a transformation thing where she turns into a shadow form and that lets mm-hmm. her go through rat tunnels. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Because I was gonna say Corvo still has the ability to you know take over rats and stuff yeah, like that, yeah. which allows him to. Yeah, I was confused when I was playing through it because I'd see like the tooltips that it's like you can possess rats and fish to do so and so, and I'm like, wait, but I can't do that. Right, exactly. Like completely forgetting, like <laughs> not really understanding it at, at that moment that Corvo and Emily have different powers. Yeah, uh, Corvo has the better blink by far. Oh. Oh, you don't like far reach? I like the ability that lets you freeze time when you're in the air holding down Which the blink is button. Great. Oh, yeah. Oh, blink, my God. Blink. It was not so only, good. But it's not Are only like... When you blink? Yeah. yeah. So I should like, take that. I haven't taken that yet. You get to a running start and jump, mm-hmm. and when and you're at the peak of your you jump, you hold the trigger, yep. and then like you're looking around for a point, and basically you just like hold forward on the stick until it, it shows you exactly where you want to go, and then you zip. Yeah. It's so good. And Emily and is just like her upgrade just slows time down, which is good enough sometimes. It it worked for me a lot, like especially when I wanted to. Uh, well, it prevents fall damage for one, uh, just like Corvo's does. It didn't for me. Um, really? Yeah. It, that's how I, I got, I got lots of weird shit in that, that game. That's with, how I would jump from anytime I was like wanted to jump from a roof down to street level. I would just jump and I, I would routinely just engage that right before I hit the ground and I would just blink to the ground. I had this weird thing where it would like slingshot me off of things that I was trying to land on. It did that to me a couple times um, to the point where I actually figured out how to use that to my advantage. But I to, mean, like, slingshot like, it, me across it the wasn't map. supposed to do that. It was supposed to <laughs> land me on it. Yeah. Like, and one of the, the weird things about this game is that I, I don't know that they've totally reconciled the vast increase in geometric sophistication of the game world. Like, it's much mm. more detailed, much more busy, much more cluttered with the powers in the game, like which are physics dependent. Yeah, there are definitely times when I was doing the the far reach, which is Emily's blink, and I and it would look like it was on a surface, and I would blink up there, and she would just like slide off the wall. Yeah, <laughs> and it would be like, well, don't show me that I can blink there if I can't blink there. Yeah, that's got to be. I just find uh, blood flies less intimidating than initially I thought they would be. Oh yeah, yeah. the way they're oh, described yeah. initially is like they're going to be so murderous. You got to use everyone. fire. Fire is really. And the then only I just went in there. All I do is wiggle my sword, 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 sword around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, you just like wiggle your sword in the air until they all die, and then like. And then down there's the like nest. the bone charm that gives you health for killing them, and it's yeah. like fuck yeah, there's like a, a win-win for me. Yeah, it's gonna go hit some flies and things. <laughs> there are cool little lore things. I haven't seen any reason for them to exist, but like the people that are like deeply involved with the blood flies. Uh, there's a book that explains them. Okay, see, yeah, I didn't do. know that. To me, I'm just like encountering these people. I'm like, what the fuck's up with this? And it's just like a complete aside. Yeah, there, yeah. there's a whole like like little uh, laboratory area that's been. The whole building's, you know, under blood flies. I was very thorough. Me too. As often as I could, although <laughs> I, I never... I feel like I'm trying to be thorough, but I still I didn't like... get the mission from Martine, and I wonder if... if that's, like... That's it's the, the rescue very mission. It's the first mission. It, it's yeah. the rescue mission, right? And like, she's... in that level? Yeah. And she's right out... She's right behind the black market. In right, the literally with her behind friends. the black market. No, no, by herself. By herself. See, she was there with her <laughs> friends, with me. And when I walked up, they threatened me. And so I'm like, all right, fuck you. I'll go over here. Because otherwise they'll attack you. Yeah. Now for me, um, it was just her. Which by is herself. part of an achievement, actually. <laughs> it is. Yeah. To walk up and get attacked by them. No. To to. There's a dude who has a power, like he's one of the two sort of factions in that level. That oh, where uh-huh. it's like, if you take him out there, like if you disable him there, like that's the first part of an achievement. I know what you're thinking. Three yeah. times. You're thinking. You're thinking of a different place. You're thinking of the mission where you go and they, the three of them come into the market and they're like, hey, we want some fucking good swords. Not yeah, the that's, that's no, the rescue no, there's mission. A different place. Yeah, there's a different oh. place we're huh. talking about. I know what you're talking about because, yeah, uh. I, thought, I thought about I was like, who is this guy? And why don't I just kill him right now? But right. I, <laughs> I also got into that. Sh- like, there's a, a thing where you can actually find people trying to, like, break into that shop. <laughs> yeah, I did. I know. Yeah. yeah. But I, but then I, I was like, I tried to stand in the room and be like, yeah, let's do it. And then they just attacked me when they yeah. saw me. Well, they're, like, well, they're burglars. But I thought maybe they'd be like, I could be. I thought maybe the game might be like, I can get that third one for you. You can, right? You can go find another will. I knew where them. I knew it, it was. Yep. I couldn't bring myself to do it though. There, there's I a way. Did, I try. I didn't realize what it was, and then I did it. I'm like, oops. <laughs> I, broke, I was, I'm actually, mortified. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I actually broke into every black market in the game <laughs> because the because those are great little side missions because you'll find. A note or something that mentions, you know, uh, like everybody's trying guards. to fuck over the black markets. <laughs> I didn't actually because if you if you walk in there and like open their shutters behind them to try to steal the stuff, then they get scared and they run away. Um, but I, so I never did that. I just walked in and was like, well, what interesting things do you have in here that I because I always had so much money. I didn't feel like I needed to steal from them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I always broke into them because the process of breaking into them was, was a was a totally great multi-part puzzle in every single stage. Yep. And it was, like, really fun and worth doing. Yep. Yeah, that game is uh, pretty good. Yep. I Sharon, love it, man. Do you know the Dap Kings? Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings? No. What's that? It's, a, like, a jazz uh, uh, no. sort of soul singer act that got really big over the last few years. I don't the, know much jazz. Uh, she was compared to the the to James Brown. Um <laughs> But she died of cancer today. Oh, sucks. Dude. 2016 continues to be 2016. Oh, shit. It's still not over. Nope. We've got several more weeks. But on the other hand, there's still but cats I, uh, out there. There's, there's still, still kittens, kittens you know. still beans, <laughs> still bean toast. Um, beans. But I uh, I did finish the game on low chaos and no kills. Yeah, I, I did I, low I, chaos I know I'm close. with one kill. Yeah. One fucking kill. One fucking kill. You know, the level that I, I liked was the Natural History Museum. That museum? Or that museum, that mission was uh, great. With, yeah, with all the witches. 
Um, that was like one of my most fun to play through. It's not the most technically impressive. That's definitely like the Clockwork Mansion. The Clockwork Mansion. They definitely have good impressive. hero spaces, like the the, the selling plate point of their each level. Yeah. That that museum has an amazing one, and the Clockwork Tower has like. I mean, they're all really well themed. I think. I just mean, like, you go through the whole Clockwork Tower, and it's really great. But that first area where you enter in, and it you see you see what happens, and you're like, "That's fucking crazy." That blew my goddamn mind. It's like one of those Tower, yeah. And I talk about it in my review a little bit. It's like one of those things where they're like, "This is new hardware for us. (laughs) Like, we would absolutely never be able to do this in the last game. Here is this amazing fucking thing that we'll do with gameplay." Yeah, I mean, that's a relatively short level compared to some of the other ones, Mm -hmm. and that's why. Because I guarantee you the same production budget went into that to make sure that was some animators and stuff life making all that shit. I feel work like, like it's that. it's a smaller level, but it's it wasn't short for me. Like because there was no, a no, lot no, of it's like d- it's fucking dense. walking around behind walls. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's so dense because of how fucking complex the geometry in it yeah. is. Like, and, and I love that like you could walk behind the walls and then like the way that the mansion changes. You know, like. You see how all of that happens, yeah. and it affects the stuff behind the walls, not just um, the level that you're in. It's, and you realize that that level isn't constructed where there's just magic polygons disappearing into nothing. Right. Like, the entire mansion actually makes some sort of logical sense. Like, when a wall and a displaced case, like, fold inside of another wall, it, goes the other walls, it actually goes somewhere. And yeah. you can see where it went, and it all right. makes total sense. And, like, to watch all those mechanisms, I just sat there flipping levers watching the levels <laughs> move around because it was so fucking cool. Yeah. And then there's the, uh, the, the commentary in that level that yeah. for some reason like reminded me of like the psycho manish shit in metal gear uh, it made me think uh, of the the, huh. the 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 surgeon mission in bioshock is what i thought of the whole time i, I, I also thought about sander cohen a little Sander-Cohen, bit and there are definitely yeah. like bioshock people that worked on this game i mean yes it has a bioshock feel in some parts of it you know um yeah for it, sure which is which is funny it's like bioshock in a lot of ways and some of them not good which is like i there's a lot of trash collecting in this game like you eat a lot of random eggs you do and just like, <laughs> and just like let me open all these drawers let me get in those drawers i know i hate when yeah. i open a cash register and i'm like ah i constantly close it when i need to just <laughs> grab a coin quite click on the yeah coin, and yeah. i stopped doing it because i'm like i don't need your fucking coins no. and then later on there's like there's a fucking key in a cash <laughs> register that i only saw because i upgraded my my site thing uh, oh to see objects yeah uh I must have missed that key. Yeah. But like I like the the sort of fiction of the world and the sort of world building and a lot of the ambient dialogue, but mm-hmm. all of the voice acting in that game is fucking atrocious. Yeah, I was actually, I was actually a surprised lot by of that. Terrible like, voice acting like even in Corvo's, game. I was like, all of the voice Corvo's, acting in the last one Corvo's was bad. Corvo's is pretty cartoony. Like, do you remember who voiced Granny Rags? No, nah, uh, yeah, look? wasn't it? Wasn't it like a? She's famous. Uh, You're not going to remember the name because it's so fucking ridiculous that they got her. It wasn't like Judy Dench or something. I feel like no, it was it's not. <laughs> it would be great if it were Judy Dench. It's someone even saying. less likely because Judy Dench has been in stupid sci-fi movies. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying. Uh, do you remember it being terrible? No, she was pretty bad. It was Susan Sarandon. That's well, that's right. She's oh a little baddie. God. She's good. She's a good granny rags. Uh, yeah, because she's a fucking kook. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, like Vincent D'Onofrio is the Duke of oh, Sakonis. So I had to, I had, really? I wasn't sure about that. Every time I heard him talk, I was like, "Is that fucking? Is that fucking?" It was the like bad guy a fucking half-assed <laughs> version of his kingpin. Yeah, <laughs> it was not good. It was really bad. And Rosario I thought it Dawson, was someone trying to fake being Vincent D'Onofrio. No, it was Vincent D'Onofrio phoning in Vincent D'Onofrio. I had no Wait, idea. Who, who's Rosario Dawson? Rosario Dawson She's, is uh, what's her name on the ship? Uh, that, the whole time I've been trying to She's place Megan. Yeah, yeah, the whole time I've been. 
trying wow. to place her voice too. I was like, who the hell is that? I should look it up. Yeah, it's it, Rosario it, Dawson trying desperately not to let you know it's Rosario Dawson. Yeah, there there are definitely times in in the game with the voice acting where I felt like they were trying very hard to be bleak and uh grim. Grim and dull. And uh it just came off as like uh uh, just badly directed like, voice acting. The outsider stuff like. is okay. Like, yeah, the, the outsider. The outsider has always been pretty. He good. has an affectation and detachment yes. that I think works. Totally and works for his. Character. Like the video game voice actors are fine. Yeah. Delilah is fine. Yeah, but all of like the big talent is terrible. Yeah, Corvo's yeah, guy always weird. sounds like I said like like someone trying to do the like the Dark Tower gunslinger for a Saturday morning cartoon, and that's why I was mad. These dogs that hurt me. Like just like, just like. Did you kill dogs? I killed all the fucking. I dogs. killed all the dogs. I have not killed. Well, I've killed the ghost dogs, but I haven't killed the real dogs. The gravehounds, you mean? Yeah, you, whatever. You, sure. Yeah, you you can yeah because once I found out that you could kill them without it counting against your kills. Well, I didn't know that I couldn't. That when I first killed them, it didn't kill them. No, so the first time one oh, came the back, gra- the gravehounds. Grave yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was like, what? I so the gravehounds are one thing. You know what's something in that game that's like barely there, and I have no fucking idea why they even bothered. Were the like. The, the killer vines, which I, are yeah. in like two spots. Yeah, those are just never fucking see them. I didn't again. know if they actually did anything. Yeah, they'll like grab you. I didn't know because I walked up weird. really close to them and they didn't do anything. I was oh, like, oh really? I don't know what these you, are for. You can set them on fire if okay. you and, sneak and they by will them. like get the the three lightning bolt alert above them if you get too close to and start. Yeah, but I don't know if that actually does anything. I don't. Yeah, know I, I thought they were maybe just like sensing towers or something. Where they yeah, would let other witches know, so I was like, I guess I'll ignore you. But yeah, they were very, they were very odd enemy. I'm not, um, yeah. But yeah, the game's the game's uh, pretty good. I love. I'm it. pretty happy with uh, I yeah, really I, I, I will say I've been playing on PC and I do get huge nose dives. In yeah, I was going to ask really? you about that. No, I don't at all. It, yeah, for me, it's been flawed. so. I, I played on PS4. So I'll Pro. say my settings are mostly mm-hmm. on medium. Wow, uh, really? And I, and I have my. Text- are you playing on your blade? No, I'm playing on my seven, but I only have a seven seventy. Oh uh, yeah, that'll probably. do it. And so I'm playing on my seven seventy. Yeah, but even still, it's more than meets the requirements. Hmm. Like, but but, and I'm playing with the texture scaling thing and the percentage that people mm-hmm. recommended for this problem. Mm-hmm. But it it it's not even consistent. Like like sometimes it'll take a nosedive when I see a big vista. Mm-hmm. Other times it won't be that at all. It'll just be in a room. There and for some reason, there's just certain textures or something that just caused the game to shit itself. There was like, definitely a group of people that have been complaining about that because uh, I saw on Harvey Smith's Twitter just released that, like, they, patch that they were night. releasing a, a performance patch. Which doesn't fix everything. I'm yeah. sure it doesn't fix everything, but um, on at least I lucked out. Like I've been, I switched it to Ultra. I've been playing on Ultra the whole game, and I've had no performance problems at all. Yeah, like I mean, occasion- still- occasionally it'll dip down into the high twenties, but that's about it. I mean, it still looks good. It's just yeah that occasionally that has been kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. That's a bummer. The um, I got it. I've gotten a little bit of taste of the high chaos play because like what I'll do before I load my quick save if things go wrong is I'll just go on a rampage and, and check see how well I out. do. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't really check things out. I just like try to kill everything just to see what it's like to like use my powers for evil instead of good. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And I I'm mean, like, man, this game seems like it would be totally fun to play as an action. It game. is. I mean, there's so many bottles and stuff around and if you if you upgrade your strength as Corvo, yeah. you can throw a bottle and just knock people out mid combat. <laughs> so you can just make Fuck. boom and just hit them in the face with a bottle. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, you can upgrade upgrade Emily's strength too. I wonder if that'll work. Yeah, yeah. It tells you. It yeah. Is that a, a non-lethal takedown if you smash a bottle? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I I actually like one of the things that 
that I did more in this game than the last game is that you can use sound as a as a better draw for people than I think. Right, yeah, yeah, tap something with your like, sword. Toward the yeah. uh, toward the end of the game, there was this room where there were three witches in it, and two witches in a room outside of it, and mm-hmm. like they were just in a position where I could not get them separated. They were all looking at each other, and so. I dominoed the three of them mm-hmm. and then I was up on a chandelier and then I shot a crossbow bolt out of, at a bottle, like sitting on a piano bench <laughs> and they all walked over and the two other witches outside got nervous and like one of them ran in. And so I dominoed her with all the others. <laughs> and then as soon as one of the witches like was a little farther back and the others were looking at the bottle, I did a drop on her. And, nice. and knocked all of them out and the fifth one wow. didn't see me yeah the, so i mean satisfying. alarm clocks and stuff help with that too and they're pretty prevalent throughout the game yeah as well um yeah the game's just got i mean kudos to them a lot of options a lot did you uh, use any like of the, the howler darts i have not used i have not shot one yet i don't even know me what either. they do i didn't fire my either. gun a single time in that game either. i also have not shot a stinger dart i don't know what those do yet either yeah the the stinger darts uh can blind and distract um, the howler darts. Uh, the howler darts sound like they just scare everyone away. Like they make them basically itching and be in pain, so they take off. Yeah, running. I can't. Yeah, that's right. They do. Yeah, and then you can upgrade each of them too to like do different things as that's well. The if thing, you find that's the blueprints. That's one thing I wish is that I wish that uh, upgrades were just purchased through cash. I missed a lot of blueprints because I. That is the one thing I've missed. I have missed probably sixty percent of the blueprints in that game. I started, I started finding them more later in the game, but I definitely missed a lot of them early on. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they're usually hard for me to see because they're usually on a desk where there's a bunch <laughs> of un- and non-interactable stuff, so right. I just kind of run by. Yeah. Have you guys found any inc- incidental dialogue in that game where you walk up to a certain like in-game object that's not actually useful, but it has a prompt, and then you use it, and Emily just says something? Like, is that like Corvo? Only pictures. Uh, no, I found one with Corvo where I saw a chemistry set and I walked up to it and had a yeah. prompt and I hit the button. He's like, oh, I would love to make acid and pour it down the Duke's throat. Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck. And they were, they were both like that. They were both like totally uh, like, No. Uh, no, I've sometimes there will. Like if you look at Globes, Emily will talk about uh, like yeah, she's, lessons with, with what's his name. Lessons and, with, yeah, uh, uh, whatever that guy's The painter, the, the, yeah. the crazy painter inventor. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, it's it's a really good game. Does Emily it's, wear the mask? Yes. Yes. Okay, I was the just bandana. Wondering. Like she wears. That's like how she hides her identity. No, no, no not the bandana. I meant the no. Oh. Okay, because you know every time the mission before it starts, Corvo, it always has a pretty yeah, dramatic. He's the only Corvo one who wears that. The, so I just wasn't sure if maybe no. I just was curious if they use the animation for Emily as well. No, she puts her hands up and like puts the mask on. Okay. Yeah. Um, like she put, she's yeah. gonna rob a stagecoach or something. <laughs> yeah. In in a noble blue. Coat. Now that game's really great. I've also been checking out. It's just there's just like some things in that game I don't understand. I don't understand like well, the inability to replay levels. Oh yeah, like wow. it's yeah, that's such a really fucking buzzkill. And that's there's a system in the game that should allow for it. There is a travel log in her cabin. Oh yeah. And in the menu. Yeah. Like there's like two different places where you, you can look at to, old levels. Yeah. But you should you just can't. be able to replay from there. It would, would be, be nice great. to go back and play levels to get the bone charms and stuff you missed. And not only that, yeah. but like to fix the fucking kill. And it doesn't yeah. like they could also update it to do a manual save at the beginning of each level. Sure. Like oh, which definitely. I didn't do because in the first game you could only have like eight saves. Yeah. Um so I, I was know. just being lazy about my saves. I was just like quick saving everything and like the quick save buttons are good, especially on console. Like that, oh, you just pause bet, it yeah. and hold down the right trigger to save and the oh, left trigger to load. 
Um, yeah, I was I was constantly checking my stats to make sure I didn't accidentally leave somebody in a spot where they died. You know, we checked it out a little bit. Oh, I'll say this real quick. My quick PSA to people. Yeah, I recommend. I still recommend that Plants vs Zombies Heroes game. Yeah, I think it's a really excellent card game. My girlfriend has gotten super into it. She's dropped like probably thirty bucks, which she's not ever tr- ever probably converted in a, in a free to play game ever. Huh. Well, um, yeah. And she's been playing her brother like every night. Like, and her brother's uh-huh. a hardcore Magic: The Gathering That's dude. That's fun. Nice. The bad thing is when you make an account in that game, when you download it on your iPhone or your Android device, it will say, uh, "Play, mm-hmm. connect with Facebook, connect with your EA account." I just mm-hmm. clicked play because I didn't feel like connecting with my EA account. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't connect eventually through some sort of account. Uh, the game only saves all of your actual real world transactions locally to your phone. So I ran what? into I ran into a bug where I couldn't connect with my friends anymore. <sighs> so I deleted the app and reinstalled the app, and oh, then I lost all my purchases. No. And I contacted DA support, and they said, "Yeah, there's nothing we can do. You had to have been connected through Facebook." Dude, that's or an garbage. So just a PSA: if you're playing that game and you enjoy it, even if you don't want to, you better connect it to some type of account so it has some sort of cloud thing. Or else you are fucked. Oh, if you ever, if terrible. for any reason you oh ever lose God. your phone, your phone literally has the value of all your cards in it and now attached to it. You can't restore purchases. <laughs> that is the goddamn pits. Yeah. You can't restore purchases? No, you can't restore purchases. Oh my it's God, like, why not? Yeah, so it's just like whenever you reinstall the game, if it's not connected through Facebook. I mean, I can understand like they don't have an account associated with, so they can't restore purchases, but how come it's not restorable through iTunes? Yeah, I don't know. Or the Google Play Store or whatever. They, you literally That's so weird. That also screen. seems like it would be I thought it would have been through gamed. Game Center. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, I don't know. Like that someone could pirate the game and just yeah, get all the microtransactions. Yeah, if it's like stored on your phone, that means there's a file in there somewhere that somebody can hack and change a hash value and boom, they have everything. Yeah, maybe they're just counting up not that many people doing it. I don't know. That <laughs> game is really great, but that really soured my experience with it. Yeah. So that really sucks. Um but I'll say besides that I've been playing this this little game called Warhammer. We played it a little bit on the stream. Yeah. Warhammer End Times Vermintide. Mm-hmm. Which is basically it is straight up Left 4 Dead. It is it is a new <laughs> Left 4 Dead game set in a fantasy world. Uh-huh. Like right down to the fact that it is four people in a level. You're Does it running have an AI director. It has an AI director. It has special zombies. Like one of them is he isn't the the liquor, but or whatever, what was he called? It smoker? was liquor. Smoker. Oh, smoker. The smoker, smoker is the one that the grabbed team. you from across right. the way. Right. So instead, smoker, yeah. in this one, they the have they, they have a hook. They have what's <laughs> called a hook. from Resident Evil. They have a hook. They have a hook rat, uh-huh. and the hook rat has like a big pike, and he grabs you and pulls you. Mm. And he, if he pulls you away from the group, eventually he puts the pike in the ground and lifts you up, and you hang mm-hmm. like literally like you're swinging until you're dead, mm-hmm. unless someone can get to you. And then there's like a guy that's like a poison wind rat, and he throws these gut balls, or there's like a gatling rat. Those are their specials, and they still have a rat ogre who's just the tank. Mm-hmm. Like it is literally like someone went. We want to do Warhammer. We want, but we really like Left 4 Dead. How can we make a mod into Warhammer? But right. it, that being said, Left 4 Dead's a really fucking good game. Yep. And so is this. This is really good because it's like Left 4 Dead if instead of shooting your pistol, you 90% of the time were just meleeing everyone. Like, mm. you know, when you're playing Left 4 Dead with a bat. Yep. It's like that, but all the time. How's the uh, AI director? It's really good. Honestly, mm. like, I felt like we were constantly challenged and. It would give us hordes, give us specials, but like I felt like the game was hard, but I never felt like it was totally unfair. Unless you play it on hard, then it's unfair. But yeah. It kind of tells you that. But I mean, yeah, you're signing up for that. Right. And it's so it's, it's really cool, though, because the AI is pretty good of your computer guys if you're playing without real people. But, hmm. uh, you know, 
there's also it's a loot driven game which i think is really cool so there's a lot of reasons like you know we would play replay left for dead mission simply because the joy was could we could we finish right yeah and in this it's like each time you finish a level not only is there a story progression that's very overt like unlike left for dead where it was kind of like a story but not really like Mm -hmm. this one's like now we're doing this mission now we're doing this mission because it's all us in this one city trying to fight this rat horde Mm mm-hmm each time you replay, each time you play a mission, there are books you find, and if you choose to pick up a book, it means you can't carry a health item. And so it, there's usually four books, so everyone can carry a book. And there's other items that you can collect throughout it too. And each of those items you get improves the group's chances of better dice rolls for, oh, for items at the end. So you'll find these books, and you'll be like, all of us are not going to take health items now because we want these like guaranteed successes in our oh, rolls for God. items. So that's the thing is that that's the end, a huge risk at the end of the mission. When you complete it, you get a dice roll and it gives you one new magic item. And then just like something like, uh, like, Oh gosh, what was that game? Dungeon defenders. Mm-hmm. You have, a, you get it, you get loot and you can change that loot into currency. And then you can use that to craft new items, you know, or upgrade the rarity or items. It has like a very typical sort of RPG Diablo style crafting system in between in the overworld that just is like a good hook to go with something like left for dead because mm. now you really are going after that it's got a little bit of that destiny hook in that where it's like yes you can break this down into a currency if you want but you're always trying to basically raise the equivalent of your light level to make this character that you like to play that much better wow you know and and you know and there's five characters to play so you can play a bunch of different and they can play very they play very differently hmm. as you expect the dwarf doesn't play like the elf etc cetera, et cetera. Sure. yeah which well, is a difference from like left for dead yes exactly yeah and left for dead was pretty much skin changes for everyone yeah Whereas, and this is a third person action no it's first person it's literally person it's melee. literally like left oh, for dead wow yeah like anything that's like anything you think left for dead this is like left for dead and the missions <laughs> design are pretty cool sometimes it's literally go out here hold against a horde yeah you know and there's usually a finale just like left for dead where it gives you a ton of health and then you're gonna have like the equivalent of holding out till the airplane's ready to fly or one mission though was like probably no bigger than like i don't know like 100 yards by like 200 yards mm-hmm. like the whole map and it's still like a 20 minute mission because it's like very it's a crazy amount of verticality to it because you're in like this little waterside community where they built up in the cliffs mm. and the whole mission is here's the boat right next to us when you start but we need stuff to go with us in the boat or else we can't go. And there's eight barrels spread throughout the level. And so you're <laughs> slowly fighting to get to a barrel and bring it back. And, and these barrels will explode if you if you drop it the wrong will. way. How many <laughs> missions are there? There's like 12 missions, I think, so far. Something so that's like a that. lot more than Left 4 Dead did, I guess. Well, yeah. I don't know. Left 4 Dead did episodes and there were like three or four Right, and I'll Chapter. say that, and I'll well, say that when it launched, it didn't have that. And I'll memory. say that in a, yeah, in, in a you know, in an episode, oh. each, each, yeah. So yeah, think about that. Yeah, an episode had three or four chapters. Each level in the game is about as long as a chapter was. You know, from a mm. start to a safe room. Gotcha. This has the equivalent. Instead of a safe room, you're always getting in a wagon at the end. So mm-hmm. it's like, ah, oh, get in the wagon, or else I'll fucking leave you behind. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a. I mean, anybody that's been looking for that Left 4 Dead fix since you know Left 4 Dead Two came out forever ago. If you don't like the Warhammer license, it's still really good. It's just oh, a, it's nice. a, a surprisingly a very good game. I will say it's also a very good game if you have people to play with. That's the oh, key. I'm sure, yeah. So I've I, my friend has been hounding me for a long time to get it because <laughs> it's on it's on Xbox One. Yeah, and so I ended up picking it up for Xbox One. So huh, I thought it was only on PC. It is on PC as well. It's on Xbox One. Both the PC and Xbox One share achievements. Does it do? Um, does it, it does do not do cross stuff though. No. I really hope we start seeing more of that next year. Yeah, I know that Microsoft too. really only announced it this year. And so I mean, I really like that with Gears of War. That was that was pretty great. But it's not just like it's not just that. Like they've 
it supports it across networks. So like, yeah, it would be nice if I was playing on Windows 10 to play with him. You yeah. know, if like with you could conceivably with with Rocket League, you can play Steam players as Xbox One players. Yes, yeah. Like, and it's not a Windows 10 or Windows Store game; mm. it's just a Steam game. So, well, and especially with uh, with games that are co op, where yeah. you know the whole like multiplayer PC console different control scheme thing just is not an argument. I guess having. I guess there's not like a ton of of reason for people to do that right now. Because yeah. it's still like sort of a minor miracle when an indie game is on Xbox One and not on PS4. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know exactly how that worked. I think that might have only ended up this way because Xbox One had its early access program, mm. and this game I think might still be part of that, even though it's basically done at this point. Like it's probably mm. true. Um, but yeah, the game is really, really, really nice. Sounds like fun. I mean, it's cool to play a good Warhammer game too. They don't happen that often. To be completely <laughs> yeah. honest, there's another one coming out that might be pretty good. Yeah, so that Did Death you, Watch game. Death, I've been curious is it about. Wing? Yes, hmm. Deathwing. Maybe it's the one where you're playing Space as Space Hulk. Marines and totally left for dead first person shooter. They're like hmm. the Angels of Death or whatever. I am skeptical of that game for two reasons. One, I watched a video. It looked all right. I two, so that's developed by me. the I Divine Cybermancy guys. It surprises me that you think it looks just all right because it has squad commands in it that is like everything you liked about Republic Commando, like multiplied by many. I haven't times. seen squad commands. I've only ever seen people playing with other people. Like it's people with like multiple abilities, like medics and like heavy weapon or people. And so like you can be more excited than any game. There's player. like a, a <laughs> command wheel like that you use to tell them what to do and where to go. All right. I mean, I'm definitely going to check it out because I'm a, I'm a sucker for Warhammer things. Yeah. I'm just always skeptical about whether they'll actually end up. I mean, I, I hope good. that we can, we can do something with it. I'm just not, I'm not sure when we'll get it at yeah. Polygon. Cause I'm going to like peace out on vacation around the sixth and no more reviews for me after that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a good time for games right now. I still have not even gotten to get into Civ or anything yet. You got so a good. long weekend coming up. Yeah. And I started playing Call of Duty, the new campaign. Pretty good. Yeah, I haven't gone back to it since I played that little bit of it. I only got to about as far as you got in the extra life, so. Um, I need to, I, I mean, I should go back and play more of it, I guess. You know, since we did a terrorist hunt at the end of our stream of the original Rainbow <laughs> it Six. It just makes Vegas, me want more terrorist hunt. Yeah. <laughs> but people have been telling me, uh, Rainbow Six on consoles, what, is it just called Rainbow Six? Rainbow Six Vegas? A Siege? Siege. The yes. terrorist hunt in that game sucks. But everyone tells me that game, they're like, you should go back to it. It's gotten so much better. It's like one of the best shooters out now. No, I'm like, not. I don't know, man. It's no, I just, <laughs> it's not. That's a very passionate. If you like that game, that's totally fine. It has a, a small, but dedicated fan base. That's also fine. It's going to stay that way. Yeah. I would love a game. I mean, if they just made a game that was Terrace Tunt, put it out for 40 bucks, I would buy it. <laughs> just elaborate Terrace Tunt levels done in that. I don't engine, understand sure. how they don't, yeah. how they fuck it up. Yeah. Also, that it's peer-to-peer and not server-based. Jesus, like, how fucking cheap? How fucking cheap are you that you won't give ser- dedicated servers for, for cooperative modes that you have to do bullshit peer-to-peer? Well, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. Um, I don't know. What, what other video <laughs> Me games? either, because I don't um, know anything about anything. I played a I'm fair amount of Modern Warfare remastered multiplayer during Extra Life. Yeah, I which, played a bit of that pretty good yeah hey guess what it's modern warfare and all of its infuriating glory oh yeah i mean i was still getting rocked like every (laughs) season i was like wow this is literally transporting me back to 2007 as i'm getting like i i kill streaks i don't even see the person that kills me it's like the fountain of youth i feel the rage of a young man 10 years younger (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it was you know for all there was a good 
a couple month period or longer where that was all I it played like every four night. four or five months probably. Just like all I played every night was mm. that game. We played yeah. some Halo occasionally, but yeah, Halo 3 fell off pretty quick. Yeah, that game was a very much a movement in our little gaming circle. Yep, um, it was a big deal. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, no big deal. Just The only other game I can think of where we played more maybe was Bad Company 2. Yeah. Because I played Bad Company and 2 for a while. We played Left 4 Dead a ton for a while yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Left 4 Dead 2 was uh, not balanced correctly. That game was just frustrating. I never actually played all the way through Left 4 Dead. I have, it's Left 4 Dead 2. I Me never either. played all it the chapters. It was too frustrating. I, I, played, I played with people for hours and hours one day, and we're just like, what the fuck? It came this out game is too goddamn hard. In what feels like a pretty crowded year. Hmm. Um, like Dragon Age was out, and Assassin's Creed yeah. 2 came out, and a bunch of other stuff. Hmm. Like, yeah. Which I also played a little bit of today because the Ezio collection came out this week. Oh, really? So I know nothing about that game other than what Social Network shares. Did you see the video that uh, we did? Yeah. With Giuseppe. Of, of weird people breaking and and, oh and, and character models that are like bafflingly bad. Like people are not wrong when they compare some of the character models to that lady who did the who redid ruined the, painting the Renaissance Jesus. painting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So it's it's a fluke, like because I think the NPCs in that game were sort of assembled out of parts. <laughs> okay. Um, and so people were posting like let's plays on Gaff, like from both other from both Xbox One and PS4, and like not seeing Giuseppe, yeah, which is like this horrible burn victim, like Joker <laughs> monster. Yeah, his eyes are like like sixty percent too big. Yeah, uh, he's very pink. Uh, so Simone did this and I'm like, wait, was this just like a random occurrence? Because also the game was super broken for her, but I loaded it up and got to that part in Assassin's Creed two. And there I have a Giuseppe. <laughs> like it's not as scary as her. It's like Giuseppe is slightly like more, more human brother. Yeah. <laughs> Less a person trying to pretend. He's hey, still, what's up, he's still like, like just like stands out next to all these other slightly more human looking things is like this horrifying monster. <laughs> uh, but I didn't, I didn't get the weird uh, animation loop bugs that she did. Yeah. I mean, I've um, seen people's animations break or bones break in their character. It's like the, the thing that I saw was she climbed up a wall, like a spider because the recovery part of the animation loop, like which is pretty long in Assassin's Creed, it's like mm-hmm. that sort of explosive first push and then rest and then push the again. The limbs were just overshooting. No, it was just like it reset the animation before the recovery loop finished. Nice. Uh, and so it's just like <laughs> just like like fucking Spider Man or something going up a fucking wall, and I didn't I just see any of that. How. A company with as much money as Ubisoft breaks their shit so bad. For, well, first of all, Ubisoft didn't make this. They uh, farmed it out. Okay. There's increasingly like these studios that are doing like these HD remasters. Sure, like Certain Affinity. And- um, Virtuos are the ones that did this. They also did the Batman Arkham collection uh, that came out a while back that is apparently... Which is also very strange. There are a lot of strange graphical changes in that game that in a lot of ways make it look less good, in my opinion. Mm. Huh. Um, but weird. also, like they, Batman is is more understandable because they moved from Unreal Engine three to Unreal Engine four, which breaks everything. everything. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Um, especially AI and like a lot of animation stuff. Hmm. Um, so I don't know, but I, I mean, it is it's jarring going back because even the stuff that's not like horrific, it's still bad. Like the character model, the faces in Assassin's Creed two going from even Assassin's Creed 1 were really it's bad. Like, it's, yeah. like a, it's like a it's like a 6 or 7 year old it's thing. It's a 7 year old game. That was the first game that I reviewed for Team Xbox. 
that I actually started playing for review before my start day <laughs> nice. and wrote the review like the, a couple of nights before I started. Um, which is why it feels super weird playing through that game now because you know, it was a long time ago. It's been a long time. Yeah. You're an old man. That game still has the best fucking soundtrack of any game I've ever played though. Oh, so good. Just for kids soundtrack in that game is so, so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. And obviously we played a bunch of games on extra life. I'm trying to think if there was any particular standout ones. I don't know. I feel like we played a lot Jackbox. of great sets. I mean, Jackbox is good. Jack Battlefield Box 1 continues wins. to be really good. I, 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 I want to go back to Battlefield 1. Yeah. We should play that a little bit. This yeah. like, not Maybe not this weekend, but the weekend after. Yeah, yeah we should definitely so get more good. Battlefield. I mean, that game, it's the year Battlefield for me, which is a weird thing to say. But yep. it's true. It's here. It feels really good. Um, Are you going to play the Battlefront DLC? I didn't even know there was Battlefront DLC. Yeah, for Rogue One. Oh. I haven't even played that. I have to get my copy back. I let someone borrow it because that's been how long since I played it. And someone I knew bought a PS4. So I was like, oh, just take all my games. I spent a bit more time with my PS4 Pro. Yeah. Um, Dishonored looks not, it's not 4K, but it's much higher resolution than 1080p. Um, But I don't know. By and large, at this point, now that you've had time with it, you know, like I've seen the deals $20 off here and there. I'm like, but it's like i don't know you know i don't have a 4k tv so i'm like ah, it's, it's so- i think that for you as someone who only sporadically plays their ps4 it's not a good buy yeah um, at this point i feel like i should probably spend the 400 bucks and get a new video card That's- yeah and also like there there will be like a wave of big sony exclusives late next year and the year after yeah um like with horizon and god of and war maybe and then is the time mm-hmm. yeah i feel like at this um, point my my video card on my computer is my big bottleneck so uh but yeah. yeah, I I just feel like people don't. There's there's people don't know what they're doing with it yet, um, mm. and like everybody's so fucking opaque about what their patches actually do, except in a few cases. Like Battlefield Four runs better. It's like, well, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> uh, but also, I'm starting to wonder. Jesus Christ. Uh, like Sony is supposed to have a rule that PS4 Pro and PS4 games are supposed to run at the same frame rates, hmm. like that you can't in multiplayer specifically. You like you can't performance edge. Yeah, you can't have a performance edge. But like Battlefield Four runs at like ten to fourteen frames per second better on PS4 Pro than it is on PS4 on a regular basis. Oh, see, I thought they tried to patch that out with something I read, but I wasn't I, sure. I don't know, but which is weird because the Xbox One version actually doesn't really have as many frame rate dip problems as the PS4 version does. It probably goes to a lower resolution, but mm. um, it's weird. It's very weird. Uh, uh, I feel like you know, as if as somebody who can't afford to just buy everything, that if I actually spent the money to buy a PS4 Pro, I want all of my games to run and play better and that's the thing that it doesn't that they won't that they have to be explicitly coded for the new stuff or it will run in a compatibility mode that sort of like lops off half of the system wow um so it's not like the xbox one s which just like throws more power at everything and so if it's got an unlocked frame rate then it's going to run better right right um or if it's got a dynamic resolution the resolution will drop less often yeah, I can um, see the argument for wanting to do that, you know, so that people who are playing multiplayer games aren't at a disadvantage. But also, uh, that feels to me like the short-term view. The long-term view is that you want the better console to have your games perform better forever. 
No, I think that it'll be this. It should be the system where things look better. Hmm. Um, where if frame rate is important, then frame rate should be like visual quality should be sacrificed to maintain frame rate on the other console. If that's what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not apparently what's happening, hmm. but Interesting. I, I don't know. Uh, it just seems like developers don't really know what to do with it yet. Uh, yeah, I can which, believe that. Yeah, because talking to some over the course of the year, they're like, yeah, we just got this. Mm-hmm. Like talking to the respawn dudes at the event back in October, they're like, we haven't really had it for very long. So we we run in higher resolution and like particle effects resolve at like higher resolution and like slightly more more like sort of shaders going on at once. But otherwise, mm-hmm. it's it's largely the same game. Um and so I, I hope that Microsoft is sort of paying attention with this shit and like saying, okay, well, this is what we need to do. We need to make sure people have this earlier. Yeah. Um, and I assume that there are probably Scorpio dev kits out there. Already. Oh, by now I have to imagine um, at least something that's approximating them. Yeah. Yeah. I would hope so. Um, so yeah. And also like the process to go from Scorpio or from Xbox one to Scorpio is basically the same as going from Xbox one to PC. And so like on, in the windows store. Mm-hmm. So all like all the UWP stuff is, is like, is at Scorpio. Oh, um, well, that's cool. So that they've got like a, a, a thing in place, but I am curious to know like whether Microsoft will launch a big exclusive next fall that takes advantage of, of Scorpio. Do they have one announced already that they could shift into that? Um, crackdown maybe. Mm. Um, I don't know. I, it's been, it'll be two years for halo next year. I don't know if that means that there will get a new halo next year. That isn't halo wars. Hmm. Um, we won't get a new gears. Right. Uh, I don't oh, know for at least a couple, three years. I bet, uh, gears was on a two year cadence. Um, until gears three, which was like, gears I guess maybe three. you're right. Maybe gears. The first one took a little bit longer too, cause they had to build the engine out and everything. Well, and they did uh, ultimate edition, which was a year apart from they did some of the four. ultimate edition they did they did most of the stuff in-house they didn't do like the multiplayer they had splash damage do a lot of it but like all, all the campaign they did in-house hmm. i always thought they farmed more of it out no because it was like their like gears of war school it's like this is how you learn how to make a gears of war and then you can go make your own <laughs> um so yeah i don't know i don't know if we'll get a new halo next year probably not yeah, I don't think so. Usually Halo is on at least a three-year timetable. Um, but... Uh, we'll get a new Destiny next year. Yeah, but that's... I don't I don't think Destiny will do anything with Scorpio. It doesn't do anything with PS4 Pro. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. And, Desti- well, and Destiny is co-marketing with Sony. Exactly. That's the bigger thing. So. I do, like, this month, I'm, I'm really curious to know what MPD looks like next month. Like, even just, like, the hierarchy, since we won't get the numbers, because... You're just curious if, like, Call of Duty sold more on PlayStation? No, I, I mean, I think it, it will just barely sell more on PlayStation, but for the last four months, Xbox One has been beating the PlayStation. Yeah. Um, and this month, the Pro came out, and so I guess the question is, were people waiting for the Pro to buy their PS4s? Or did the Xbox One just pick up that much more? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's probably the former because once you know that there's a better PS4 coming out, you stop buying PS4s, waiting to see what happens. And I yeah, think a new course. Gears probably helped sales somewhat. I mean, Gears was probably a component. I don't know. If yeah, it was, it was the, the number three selling game in North America last month. 
Which for a single platform thing is pretty fucking impressive. And Battlefield was marketed as a Xbox game primarily, so. Yeah, they've, the EA spreads their co marketing around. Yeah. Well, and I think if Call of Duty is going to be advertised as the PlayStation 1, they'll be like, sure. <laughs> right. It'll be the Xbox thing. Yeah. So why not? Uh, let's come back and we can talk a little bit more and do some more. Do you want to take a break? Yeah. Yes, All right. Here's a quick technical question for Arthur. Uh-oh. It's not that technical. Colin says, I have a 40-inch Samsung LED. Uh-huh. And he says, I have a lot of ghosting issues, particularly in low light. I tried fiddling with the settings. And it happens with movies and games. My question is, is there some magic combination of tricks I can pull to reduce ghosting or motion blur? Or did I do crappy TV research and now need to start seeing <laughs> up again? Do you know what the trick is to fixing the ghosting and motion blur? Get a different TV. You take out your wallet. That's actually that was <laughs> actually. And you reach what, inside. That's, that's actually what you inside. Yeah, Hopefully, you'll find these weird pieces of plastic with magnetic strips <laughs> on them, and now a chip, I guess. Uh, and then you go to a store. Yeah. With a bunch of new TVs, dude. I find that yeah. hopefully you have taken the fucking time to research. I find TV womp, researching womp. so paralyzing that when I got my fifty-inch Vizio, I did so much research, and then ha- realized I was like. I think this one, it's not the best, but I think it's the one I'm on. I have to go buy it right now or else I will never yeah. get a TV. No, I think and so I just fine. went out and bought a TV. Uh, I, I mean, I think that I I, try, I taught you some good lessons about buying electronics. Oh, yeah. Like, I always read the five stars. I read the one stars. Mm-hmm. And then I also look at... Just read like a s- smattering of, of like reviews, like the bad ones, too. Yeah. Oh, and I want to know the three star ones. I'm really glad that um, Eleanor and I were able to buy our new TV... Because it's one of uh, Arthur's old TVs. <laughs> right on. Yeah, and so you so, know, th- so, thought went into it. Yeah, we just knew it was good. Arthur burnt a, to- uh, a tortilla. I didn't, I didn't actually burn uh, any food. I just <laughs> he just, oh, you left oh. the stove on so the, the pan started to burn. The pan was to burn. Yeah, okay. that'll happen. Uh, let's next. see. Our next email is from Nate. Uh, I was going to say one other thing about TV stuff. Okay, TV stuff. Like, a bunch of people are going to be looking at 4K TVs. Uh, this holiday this, season? No, like next weekend. Oh, right. Because it's Black Friday. Black Friday. Jesus fucking Christ, Thanksgiving is next weekend. Yep. Um, and President Trump is just two months away. Uh, uh, anyway, um, he'll pardon our next turkey. <laughs> Obama's only got anyway, one turkey pardoning left in him. <laughs> um, basically, there will be a lot of uh, a lot of TVs on sale. Um, and uh, almost none of them are TVs that you're going to want to buy. Uh, mm. Look for the model number. Do research on it. They're, the good news, I guess, is that there are really only like six or seven decent 4K HDR capable TVs out there right now. Mm-hmm. Like if that, like the Samsung S KS eight thousand, the KS nine thousand, um, the high end Sony's, not the seven hundreds. 
Um, the OLED TVs, the, the LG OLEDs are really good, but they have pretty serious problems with input latency. Like there's not Ooh. a good game mode, especially with HDR right now. Mm. Um, no, thank you. Uh, Vizio, I think is working on fixing the HDR issue with the M and P series TVs with game mode. Um, but for so what does game mode actually do? In it HDR removes TV? a bunch of processing. Yeah, like if I, uh, I on my t- my Vizio TV, I cannot have game mode on, or else I can tell like it's not running quite right. Yeah. If you yeah, if you turn on game mode, like with a lot of 4K TVs, or no, sorry, I have to have it on game mode. Yeah, or there will be because, a shitload right, of latency. Yes, like, right. like no, but what I was talking about was like because you know like yeah, you turn on game mode and it'll turn off motion smoothing and stuff like that if it's a good game mode or whatever so i was just wondering like what it does in an hdr tv if it turns off anything additionally oh maybe i don't know i don't know either but you know they need game modes uh nate writes in and says me and my friends were talking about titanfall 2 and it's like a sales we all agree that a lot of it if not most of it is due to releasing between battlefield 1 and call of duty i don't think that's true he says i have another thought as well i contend that it may have been better off in the long run staying as an Xbox exclusive. It says, before you think I'm crazy, let me finish. Titanfall ended up selling over 10 million on Xbox and PC. Its release date was... Really? Only- Did they release that number? I don't know. This this is the internet. It's a post-truth age. Titanfall ended up <laughs> selling over 10 million on Xbox and PC. Its release date was only months after Xbox One launched, so the install base was way smaller than it is now. Microsoft really pushed it, and I think Xbox gamers really rallied around it. I think in addition to a poor release date, some Xbox gamers feel burned. Also, some PlayStation gamers may feel ambivalent since they never played the first game. I rented it, I beat it, and I enjoyed it, but I won't buy it anytime soon. I'm happier supporting exclusives like Forza, Gears of War, and Uncharted. What do you think? Oh, this guy sounds like he just wants I to support exclusives. I think for that you shouldn't do oh. that. I think that you shouldn't not buy something because it's not exclusive anymore. I think that Titanfall 2 isn't selling well because there is a shitload of bad word of mouth from the beta. Like... There was a lot of really bad word of mouth from the beta. Yeah. And, and like a lot of people that weren't just like, well, this sucks. They're just like, eh, it's fine. I, it's not as fun to me as Titanfall Right, but it wasn't was. like the first time you played the Titanfall beta. Where it was like, holy shit, did you fucking play Titanfall? Like, yeah. Nobody was saying that this time around. Yeah. Like, it didn't own everything the way that the Titanfall beta did. I just, and I don't think that that's because it's it's not new. I think it's because it's just not as good. And I think that the word of mouth from the beta was really bad and... I don't think that it's a good-looking game. I think that it doesn't make a great impression in advertising. It certainly isn't advertised as well as the last one was. And so I don't think it's exclusivity, and I don't even really necessarily think it's the release window. I think that it's just not as good a game. And they released... They did multiple beta weekends, and the feedback from both of them was largely negative. Yeah. I just don't like the idea of giving it, you know, quote, Xbox game or something to rally behind or something like that. I... I mean, I, I like, I understand it. I don't feel that way, but I understand it. But don't like there. It's a small team, comparatively speaking, like that are very passionate about what they're doing. If you like the game, then and you have the money, then you should buy it. Like, I don't think that it being exclusive or not should be the thing that drives that. Uh, let's see. Wes writes in. Wes, I believe, has been writing to us for a long time. (laughs) Um, He actually says... uh, I'm sorry, Wes. He says, sorry for being a stupid-ass sad sack before I had a dark period in life then. So maybe he must have written us or something. 
Um, I don't remember the last one that where it was a super sad sack dark email though. Yeah, we'd have to like. Uh, the problem is, is like we'd have to go through and uh, search our email archives and see if his old email is still there to refresh our memories. He says, "What classic? Use your own definition. Game? Do you wish you could play now, but don't have a supported platform to play it, except through pirating?" He says, "Chrono Trigger was on my list until it was made for the DS." Hmm. He says, "Or what game needs a sequel? Well, either one is acceptable to Mister Wesley." Um, Tribes two. Tribes got a sequel. Well, you're saying you, you just wish you could play Tribes two now. Yeah, and well, you can. I mean, like it's free. It's out there. There's still servers and stuff that run. You can uh, still play Tribe Two, but like, a... but I want to play like. I just I wish that. I mean, I I suppose I could always just go back and play Tribes Two, but the thing with Tribes Two is that Tribes Two never ran as well as Tribes Two should have run. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was it's a really great game, but like that that's the game that like if somebody did an hd remake of it i'd buy that shit up so fast yeah mine's myth myth m-y-t-h myth dude that game is like you just cannot find that game no i looked i looked on good old games i looked all over the place i was like ah fuck i can't you know even if you did you'd have to dos box i have i have a disc for it yeah so in theory i couldn't stop but yeah i'd have to figure out how to get it to actually not blow up when i ran it i mean in myth 2 like shift with that crazy uninstall bug yeah so Oh, I forgot it, about that. Yeah, where it installed to the root of your your OS drive, and if you uninstalled it, it formatted your, your, your <laughs> so, C partition. I would like to see either a sequel um, to Myth or, or you know, someone release the collection of Myth games because they made I think four of them. Yeah, um, and do that. I wish like, High Res hadn't. I wish High Res hadn't abandoned their tribes game. Yeah, it was I mean, good at yeah. first. It was it was promising. it was, and I mean, like I understand why they did it from a business perspective. But I wish I wish they'd just been able to like keep pushing it and keep plugging away at it little by little. Um, I have two answers. The game that I wish that I could play, uh, that there's not a good way to play right now, is Ninja Gaiden Black. There's not um, a good way to play that right now. I mean, I don't want to go dig out my 360. Well, sure, but I mean, like, disc. It, oh, and it's not and backwards it's also, compatible. Or? It's not on Xbox One, no. And mm. also, like, the backwards compatibility is not 100% on that game. Mm. Uh, and I would say I want a sequel to that, but there have been two, and neither of them has been as good. And <laughs> yeah. in fact, Ninja Gaiden 3 was fucking horrendous mm. uh, on every time I played it. And what was that Ninja Gaiden whatever, whatever? Uh, that garbage, garbage one? I, I don't remember, but I know which one you're talking about. I think <laughs> it was Steve like, Bloom. Yeah, it was like vaguely ninja gaiden <laughs> like it was in zombie ninja gaiden or whatever yeah, uh the yeah. game that i would like a sequel to that we will never get a sequel to is bad company 2 yeah yeah i'd take a i'd also take a uh sequel to republic pinata, viva pinata viva you would pinata. take a sequel to republic commando i would also take a I sequel would to totally republic take commando. a sequel to republic commando yeah oh, it man, will never that'd be happen. so great it will there's no um, there's not a de- there's no way in hell it could happen. God, that'd Unless be so good. in some weird way, like 20 years from now, for, or like 10 years from now, for some reason, everyone decides they really fucking love the prequels and the prequels were the only good Star Wars. <laughs> then somehow. I mean, like, the Rebels stuff trades a lot on the, the prequels, and yeah. there are characters in Rogue One that I think are from Rebels and the, there's Rebels the Clone and Wars. There's a character from Clone Wars, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, th- um, they've they've talked about it publicly that uh, Force Whitaker's character is a character from Clone Wars. Yeah, mm. um, cool. Yeah, I mean, like, there's, uh, like others. I mean, there's lots of stuff like Gun. Gun is a game that oh, would, yeah. it would be nice to see a sequel to. Yeah, 
I mean, I, you'll I never totally, see it. But I totally play another Call of Juarez. I mean, I know oh, there's three of them, but God, play no, one. no more Call of Juarez. I'd play a new. I'd play another Dead Space Extraction. I'd play another Dead Space. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I, Dead Space Extraction that would be if it had VR capability would be interesting too. Mm. If Just Dead Space Three on. were backwards compatible, I would ask someone to co-op through that with me. Yeah, Again, dude, I really like that great. game. Yeah, man, the Dead Space Extraction would make a great VR game, being yeah. an on rails thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We've got to be close to Dead Space Two and Three being backwards compatible, because You'd they just so. made they just made multi disc games function, oh, which is why the Mass Effect games are are backwards compatible now. Oh, really? I didn't um, know that. Okay. Cool. Also, if you have the EA Access Vault, uh, all almost all of their their digital Xbox 360 games that are backwards compatible are are in the vault. Nice. Um, um, well, that's handy. Ryan writes in, and he says, With the Wii U's life coming to a close, I was wondering if you thought it was worth picking one up on clearance or used. My partner and I still break out some Wii titles every now and then uh, for some fun couch time, so at the very least we could use the Wii U to still play those. Was there anything in the Wii U catalog that you think is was worth buying the console for? I would say after March, when the thing is probably deeply discounted. If it is, uh, if you wanted to pick it up, I think Pikmin was really good. Mario 3D World is great. Mario 3D Captain World Toad was really is good. fucking Captain great. Toad was really good. Uh, Donkey I, Kong Country Tropical Freeze was good. I really liked Zombie U. It's a Zom- flawed as hell game, but yeah. that game is like, Super one Mario of the Maker. Also very good. I mean, Mario Maker will be on on 3DS soon, but also uh, I can't imagine that that game won't be on the Switch. Yeah, at some point. I just feel like there's enough first party things that were there as well as some actually really good downloadable games bayonetta 2 is also pretty um, good despite it being grossly objectifying and that like sexist. that like by the time it comes out around march when it when again hopefully it would be deeply discounted with the switch out that i bet you there would be a lot of places doing some really great sales and you could find a lot of that shit i kind of wonder how easy it'll be to find a wii after march because I mean, they stopped making them totally but i think at the very least i bet you could buy one for cheap off someone on craigslist like probably yeah or amazon amazon third party like yeah. i don't know like i don't know how hard or, it is or to GameStop find will have used ones i don't oh, know how yeah, hard it definitely. is to find a gamecube now yeah um, but i uh, yeah no but the gamecube's also too old did they redo the metroid games for wii u i no. feel like they did didn't they they did not that's a little surprising um but, but yeah i just feel like there's enough out there that if you could find those games and get those games for around like 20 bucks each like it would totally be something that wouldn't be that bad of investment especially if you're also looking for a machine that will preserve the longevity of your wii games a little bit longer if your wii is like potentially on the other hand uh a wii u will not play gamecube games and a wii will yeah Hmm. no it's true oh man i wish i could play metroid prime again you can that game is so good you dolphin like yeah. we like GameCube emulation has actually come a hell of a long mm. way. Well, also there's also mm. the Met, the Prime collection that came out for Wii. Yeah, I have true. it. If you really wanted to borrow it, yeah. I think they re-released it um, again. I after, never took mine out of the shrink wrap. Yeah, because how, that game is super expensive. Right? Well, it wasn't because that's not why I didn't take out the shrink wrap. Just like the Legend of Zelda HD remake uh, for Wind Waker and like Pokemon or like a couple other games, I, have, I just never took them out of the shrink wrap because I thought I was gonna have time and then found and then that didn't. I didn't. Yeah, so. Uh, let's see. Our next question will be Damon. Um, he writes in and says, Hi, Damon. Have you ever played a game that functioned so well that it ruined your experience for other games? 
He says, I loved <laughs> Deus Ex Human Revolution. Yeah. But after playing Metal Gear Solid Five, I couldn't enjoy Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Adam Jensen, having to tap into his energy reserves to execute the most simplest of tasks, like knocking someone out or just walking silently, was becoming frustrating to me. I realize it's a minor inconvenience, but it's one that I couldn't get past. Have you ever had similar experiences? I think comparing those two games is really weird. Yeah, I guess it's just you choke, you choke people in both of them. Um, <laughs> in in a sort of bit of synergy with his comment, although in a different direction, Splinter Cell made it so that I could never play a Metal Gear game again. Yeah, because it did what Metal Gear did, but in a more serious tone. And, and just a way more believable, sort of like intuitive, well-controlling way. I never um, did play Metal Gear 5, so I can't comment on that one. Uh, but the... Uh, Halo I've, made every other first-person shooter feel like shit for a long time. Yeah, well, I was I was gonna actually say that uh, playing the the new Doom actually has ruined like recent <laughs> recent PC FPSs for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like pretty much any FPS that like I I was playing Doom and I was like the uh, a PC FPS has not felt this good in so long. Yeah, and like I started going back through my head, I'm like, what other PC FPSs have I played? You know, like in basically anything that was a campaign, from a Call of Duty through Battlefield through whatever. Like none of them felt as good as Doom. Yeah. I feel like I don't know. I feel like the shooters this year have done lots of different things. They like, have. I just think that like the Dooms F, like it's just there's something about like. The Wazda mouse look controls on Doom on the PC, where I was just like, this feels like an FPS at the top of its game. Um, Ninja Gaiden fucked up a lot of stuff for me later. Oh, yeah. Um, just because it controls games, yeah. just so intuitively. That's like mm-hmm. the Titanfall of third-person action games as far <laughs> as like a game that just feels so fucking incredibly good to, to do things in. Mm. Um, yeah, Diablo fucks up a lot of that for me in my daily job, in yeah. my daily life, my job, where I play something in Diablo and I'm like, ah, fuck, it's so good. Because for a it. long time, it's like Diablo 2 was the standard and everything, everything else is like, look at this cool thing we're doing. And then Diablo 3 comes out and it's like, fuck all you pretenders. <laughs> Pretender. Um, <laughs> like uh, Pretender with a fantastic license. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, look, man, they're worse positions to be in than that game yeah no uh i can't think if there's anything else um playing halo multiplayer at 60 makes it really hard to go back to halo not at 60 oh like basically impossible yeah um battlefield at 60 makes it really difficult to go back to battlefield at 30 yeah um Um, phil writes in another person who's probably written us a thousand times (laughs) says what do you expect will be the price and battery life on the Switch? I feel like we might talk about price, but... I think we talked about this. For a portable device to play relatively high-end modern games like Skyrim, which, again, mm. faked, and Breath <laughs> of the Wild, it seems to me like it either has to be really expensive or have really terrible battery life or both. Do you think Nintendo will pull this off? Also, do you think the experience will be the same at home as it is on the go, or does the home docking station provide some extra processing power? Or are games scaled down when it's using portable? Uh... It wouldn't need to provide more processing power docked if it could provide active cooling and more power, mm-hmm. like more electricity. Like it could, if, if it could upgrade or it sort of like reliably draw more power from the wall, then it could clock higher without without actually of, having additional stuff in the yeah. The dock. It would just like it would just down clock, and I don't know if the tablet is 720p, um, which is far far lower resolution than any tablet out there right now even at sort of like high performance for games, I don't know, like four hours. 
I think like you can get three and a half, four hours running an iPhone like game from full I mean, to, my, uh, to empty. I remember my PSP lasting like four hours. Yeah, I, I I guess the Vita would be like a closer comparison, but mm. um, yeah. and I think that it'll be two fifty. Mm. I think that that's been Nintendo's sweet spot for a long time. Um, that makes that, sense to me. That to me speaks to me too. Two fifty, yeah. uh, especially if they're planning on this thing. I don't know replacing their three DS audience. Like yeah. you can't have something too expensive to get those people. Yeah. I don't know if they are. Like that's just me postulating. Yeah, I, that's sort of the big question mark for me is whether or not the the three DS will stay alive and continue to see ports, or if it's just easier for them to sell Switch. Yeah, like, or if there will be an iteration on three DS. At which point, man, they could run into a lot of confusion of well, why would I want a three DS? This through this three DS. I bet you thing. the Switch sells like fucking crazy in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Like, are you guys gonna get a Switch? Yeah, of yeah. course. Sure, but why not? I'm 100% like... <laughs> I figured you would, Anthony. You're like, the guy. Definitely, yeah. yeah. And I figured, Arthur, you would just because of your job. I love like, the idea of anything I, I could mean, even I without, mean, even without the job, I yeah. would want to. Um, I, I, I mean, I think it's interesting. I, it's like where you're going to play Nintendo games. It's new Nintendo hardware. Yeah. Um, uh, truth to all of that. Let's see... Although if Nintendo wants to re-release Metroid Prime on PC, I'll play it there. Yeah, I don't think that that's going to happen. They'd be more <laughs> no. likely to release a mobile game at yeah. this point. Yeah. Someone wrote us into us because Matt suggested I get a motorcycle with a sidecar and said he just bought a motorcycle with a sidecar. <laughs> well, not all of us have like twelve thousand dollars spent on a motorcycle. <laughs> They're fucking expensive, man. I didn't you, know sidecars were that expensive. Yeah, because it's. I mean. There are very few companies who make them by uh, default. Your uh, oldest Russian company being one of the only ones. Uh, and other than that, you have to get a mod kit, which someone has with know-how has to attach it so that your sidecar doesn't fall off. Right. So <laughs> it's like a tow package. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty important to like not lose your passenger halfway down the road. Uh, we got several people writing us in saying that they supported our ad at the beginning of episode three eleven. Oh, good. So I well. hope you went out and voted. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's okay. been hard. It's Sean writes in and says, this is an older email. Yeah. From last, actually from just about a month ago. Mm-hmm. It says, apparently VA PlayStation VR launched yesterday, question mark. <laughs> says, you guys mentioned last week that the lack of advertising was noticeable, but probably due to the PS VR being sold out. So advertising would only hurt them. The thing is, late last night, I made a Walmart run for some cat litter. Mm-hmm. And the PSVR boxes were just sitting there on the shelf in a college town, completely untouched. Not a good start. He says, I don't, I really want one, but having a baby coming in a month, I don't think my wife would be very happy if I dropped $400 <laughs> or something <laughs> Probably that not. would prevent me from interacting with my family good or choice, just helping Sean. in general. Yeah, I think, that, <laughs> I, I think you should follow your gut on that one. I almost, yeah. <laughs> I almost bought one the other day on a whim. Yeah. What stopped you? What stopped me was I realized I wasn't going to use it after that night when I bought it. Because oh, I really, really wanted to buy it because my dad was going to... Well, I mean, I might. Hmm. But I didn't... I couldn't bring myself to invest in the 400 which would have actually really ended up being like $600 because I would have probably bought like a few games to play with it, yeah. you know? Yeah, oh, definitely. And so it would have been a several... And the only reason I really wanted it is because I really wanted my dad to try VR. <laughs> That's all what it really yeah. came down to. Yeah. <laughs> well, so an interesting situation with... Uh, I want to rent one. I really wish I could rent one, honestly. Oh, dude, I wish you could, too. Like, if, if someone was like, hey, I will rent you out a Vive-capable... A PlayStation VR for cheap, or I'll rent you out a Vive-capable PC and a Vive 
Yeah. And you can rent it for a week for like a hundred bucks. I'd be like, yeah, I'll do it. Like, I mean, like I, I was, uh, you know, like I was like, yeah, fuck Blockbuster when they closed down. But I mean, there was a time in my life where as a family, the only way that we got new console hardware or new video games was to walk into a Blockbuster or some other video store store and rent that shit yeah but the only way we got only play. i played playstation i played resident evil by renting a playstation yeah <laughs> i, I rented a saturn several times yeah we yeah. rented a, a playstation a couple times yeah so it's like yeah. i really wish that there was a way for right now for me to rent vr I hardware. remember renting a saturn the year that thing came out <laughs> really yeah and i remember like my, my friend got games. one that christmas when a saturn came out and going over south and seeing tomb raider and being like <laughs> wow what uh, the fuck? i believe i rented panzer dragoon and <laughs> robotica nice um, Which is a weird first-person game on Saturn, yeah. like yeah, super. Sega super Saturn weird. might have had the worst game cases of any game system. Oh, uh, they just shatter. Oh God, that's right. Yeah, they were like giant, giant, giant gym cases. Of <laughs> I don't know how often people like think about CD cases now, but fuck. <laughs> yeah, those yeah. are pretty rough. Well, um, the uh, the PSVR situation can be interesting depending on your personal situation, like. Uh, Ryan loves his PSVR in general, and not just because of the games, which he plays. He got a whole bunch of games for, and he's playing them all. Um, but because he and his girlfriend share the master bedroom in this apartment... So he can use, like, a TV? He can use it as a TV. And he can watch and listen to whatever he wants later at night after she's gone to bed, and it doesn't bother her in any way. So, and he's Except, like, you know, spiritually... Maybe eh, she's already asleep. Who cares? Logically, but not like physically. The, <laughs> but the th- you know, and the way that he talks about it is a way that I would actually use it a lot is just as a big screen TV. He's, yeah, he's, it's like you know, uh, yeah, it's a little bit. It feels a little bit low resolution for it, but you have the biggest screen you're ever going to have in your room. You know, it feels like it's a hundred foot wide screen just for watching like two D television. You know. Yeah, and you know you can play your normal games too, like your normal two D games. You can just play in a VR helmet, so you're not disturbing somebody <laughs> else. Or you know she wants to watch TV, so she'll watch TV. You know using some other app or whatever, and he'll play PlayStation games on his PSVR. Yeah, I mean I have no doubt that I'll get one at some point. I just feel like I don't know if it's now or yet. And the the other thing about PlayStation VR that gave me a little pause was in my living room situation where that could be helpful. Mm-hmm. I also would just know that to do that, I would have to have a bunch of wires stretched out yeah. in my situation right yeah. now. And so then that would, that could become a point of contention because it's nice not to have the wires stretching across the living room. Yeah. Having a bunch of wires everywhere is definitely a pain in the ass. Yeah. So I know, I know we'll get there. Yeah. I'm just saying that I, like, I really like right now, I just wish that like I could rent one. Like that's yeah. the thing for me. Like, sure. Like I'm having some me people too. come over f- this weekend and my friend is going to bring his Vive. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. He, he made a little box that can run, that can, there's like a Vive box. And I was like, yeah, we'll set it up in my living room. And that'll be like a fun thing to see. Cause it's funny. Cause you know, you do think of VR being this thing where, you know, one person has the helmet, everyone else fucks off. But it is kind of fun to watch someone experience VR that way. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and so for and a lot of us, it'll be the first time that we ever really did anything. Cause I've only ever used a VR headset for like five minutes one time. Oh, so, really? Yeah, I played oh, okay. Job Simulator for like five yeah. minutes one yeah, time. Yeah, I've done a couple of demos at GDC, but yeah, otherwise... I haven't played near enough VR. Um, I'm just still not interested. Yeah, we're working on a trailer for a VR game right now that I've been playing a lot of, and it's that we've been using the Vive at their place, and I'm like, God, this headset feels so good. I would definitely accidentally kill one of my cats if I was wearing a VR headset at some point. <laughs> yeah, they just get stepped on. It would happen. Like yeah. it wouldn't even. It wouldn't. It probably wouldn't be on purpose. <laughs> probably not. Probably. Um, <laughs> probably. Yeah. 
like I said, almost want to, yeah, I just, it's funny to talk about rentals and actually want them in some way, mm-hmm. but that's a place where I wish that I could pay for some hardware totally, for a little dude. bit, you know? Yep. Um, I get it. Uh, well, thanks for all the letters, everybody. Yeah, thanks for writing in. Even the people whose letters I didn't read. Uh, it's not because you're a bad person. No, it's not, it's not about it. No, it's, it's not really one of them. I, one of them person. he wrote, I was like, oh, I'll just email him back. Like, sometimes yeah. it's that sort of situation. Yep. So. Uh, cool, man. We appreciate it. We appreciate the people that write in. The to the person yeah, who tried to troll me on Extra Life with that specific game request and emailed to apologize, I appreciate the apology. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He it did. was still a dick move, but I appreciate the apology. <laughs> You so. couldn't just leave it as like oh. I appreciate your apology. You I, had I to think follow that, it up with I like, that no, that was still a dick move. You can accept an apology and still say so someone did a bad <laughs> thing. Uh, and I, I think the game in question was something where I, he knew that he was being an asshole, and I, I don't know that he well, knew yeah, exactly only, well, the that's way. The, that's the only reason he picked it. Yeah, for sure. I, it, well, but, I mean, like we we did say troll hour, and you know, yeah. like, right? But yeah, uh, and I think that there's a, a difference between far. trolling and and like being an asshole. Um, yeah, well, next time, well, if, well, next time we'll clarify it that it should just be pick a bad game. I, but so. I mean, it, it it does take a, like a bigger person to sort of write and and well, to especially apologize. on the internet. Why? Yeah. yeah, why would you bother in the internet age? I'm just saying, like, to actually take the time to do that in an age where literally you can just fuck off and make a person disappear from your life. Basically, yeah. I don't. Know. I would just I don't know. Like, we're people. Like, I realized that you. Can you consume our content on the internet and like the only thing that we are are like bits uh, of data to you and on the internet like we're text but we're people and it's well, good to remember that like the the people that you interact with are actually human beings and not just like constructs in your little matrix probably I am when I, mean, I read the emails from I people I assume they're all just bots texting with me I definitely so. don't feel real at the moment that's called. It's been uh, that kind of week, kind of year. Yeah. What is that called? The, there is a term for that where you feel detached from dissociative. Reality. Dissociative, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's one of I'm, the first signs that you're having a mental break. Yeah, Psychotic I'm, I'm, break. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I am a I am a simulation. Wow, this well, got dark. You and Elon yeah. Musk are riding that. Oh yeah, he together. said that too, huh? Right. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he said it is highly likely that we're all in a simulation. Yep. All right, man. We'll just take us to Mars. <laughs> I want to. Be, I want the simulation to take me to Mars. Yeah, exactly. So, if that's where the simulation goes, speed that shit up. I'm ready for Civ, for Civ to reach the space age, please. Yeah, exactly. So I don't want to live in fucking Earth 2020 where we all get blown up. So, <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, anyways, well, on the plus side, maybe if we're all in a simulation and we, we transferred can, our consciousness into the simulation, it's because life is so easy and so boring that we have to go and live these lives so that we have a sense of drama and excitement. Hmm. <laughs> Donate to the ACLU. Definitely. Donate to Planned Parenthood. Yep. Donate to political campaigns. Get I active. Haven't, uh, I haven't quite figured it out yet, but I am actually uh, figuring out how much money that I will have spent on uh, like coffee and like pastries this month's and I'm just going to go back to making all of my own coffee at home, figure out how much money that saves me. And the difference in that is what I'm going to switch out for recurrent donations to a few different organizations. I, I just want to say to people, and I mean, this probably goes for people in this room too, which is that I know that a lot of people are really incredibly disappointed um, and feel, I think that it's 
totally understandable to feel disappointed, to feel angry, to feel scared, to feel despair. Uh, it's totally normal to feel those things and that you may not like them, but it's natural and it's okay that you are. And, you know, it's okay to, to feel those things, but those things aren't how you sort of move forward and take that energy that you're sort of pouring into that, that anxiety. And there are things things that you can do with that energy and they won't always work. Like they won't always help, but it's better than nothing, which never helps. So, you know, just, yeah. Or take care of yourself first or doing something really bad. Just don't do anything really bad. Yeah. So make sure that you are, uh, as Anthony commonly says, be, be good to each other. Yeah, be good to each other. Don't go breaking somebody's windows because you're mad. That probably didn't have anything to do with it. Please don't scrawl swastikas on other people's garage doors. And don't even do it if you think you're trying to do the symbol for peace, because trust me, you're going to make it face the wrong direction. No one ever gets that right. Nope. So, that symbol, even for peace, is just, it's been fucked up from history. It is now fucked up. So yeah, no, it's corrupted permanently. Yeah. Yep. But you're not going to, you can't bring that one back. So. Unless it's never left your culture to begin with. Yeah. Uh, right. Even then. Sorry. Sorry, culture. <laughs> it's just, you it's lose. Hard to, well, maybe in their culture they may recognize what it is, but over here everyone would just assume it's a swash Yeah. So. All right, everyone. Goodbye. Love you. Good night. Good night.